The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back today. I'm going to talk a little bit about my own healing journey. Um, You know, I feel like it's really important to share along the way what I've been through because honestly, you guys, I know exactly how you feel when you feel overwhelmed or there's so many choices to make and you're just really frustrated with your body doing all these weird things that you feel like you can't control. So I've been getting some stories about that lately and people feeling really anxious and overwhelmed. I thought I would just give you a little update on where I am with my journey and then also a little bit about what I've learned along the way Um, because the way I tackled it was sort of opposite of the way I help clients tackle it today. And the reason why I do that is because I learned the best stuff last (laughs) on my journeys and researching. So now I want to give you the best stuff first so that you're able to work through what you need to work through on your gut healing journey. So I'm going to start more towards the beginning and fill you in on the beginning of my journey, why I chose holistic health and where I fit in to all of this when I was really sick. So you can understand and for any newcomers to um, can understand what I have been through and why it's, it's so big of a passion of mine to help you guys fix your gut issues too. So let's start back in, um, let's see, 2000 and two, I was 20 years old. I was becoming a hairstylist and I was really, really, really sick. I was, I've been sick since I was a kid. I was sick all through high school. School and studying was really hard for me. I had very little focus. I had tons of anxiety and nobody really knew what to do with me. So As I got older and I was able to do things for myself, at the age of 20, I started to look into holistic medicine, but it was really just some people that I had worked with that had success with it. So I I didn't really know anything about it and I sort of entered in 
to the unknown. So I met with a naturopathic doctor. Her name's Dr. Ellen Kahn. She's no longer practicing anymore. And I miss her dearly every day because she changed my life. She was my first introduction into holistic medicine to understand what was going on in my body. And I was at such a crossroads when I first got to her and I, I, you know, had been bounced around from doctor to doctor. I had maybe three colonoscopies by the time I was 20. I had been diagnosed with about four different things that they had no cure for. And I barely wanted to get out of bed. I had cystic acne all over my face and I was bloated every day. I felt like every day was so hard for me to get through. I couldn't concentrate. And so I walked into her office at the young age of 20 not knowing anything. And she just looked at me and I thought she was actually going to cry. She just looked at me and was like, oh, honey, we got to get you some help. And I just knew it was almost like a rush over my whole body. I just knew I was in the right place. I knew I could intuitively feel that I was on the right path. So I sat down and we went through some forms, we did some testing, and she had decided that it was a good idea to do a food sensitivity test to see if I was having any reactions to specific foods that I was eating. And you guys know that I do the KBMO test for so many of my clients. It's almost like I was sent down this path of pain to come to a place of such success to be able to help other women with this issue. Cause I do a lot of food sensitivity testing for my clients. Now I truly believe in it. It's so incredibly beneficial to your health, to know what's causing the inflammation. And so many of my clients have experienced such huge changes, like a game changer in their health by, by incorporating this test. So if you're interested in getting tested, you can book a discovery call through the link in my bio on my website or on my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. If, and then we can get started and start talking about if this is something for you. So at the time, I had no idea what this was. I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? Take this test home, do this, and send it out. And it took a couple of weeks to get it back. In the meantime, she had given me some supplements to get myself going. And, you know, the supplements sort of helped, but I was still very interested in the testing. So I get my testing back. And at the time, the test only had 22 foods. So now they have over 186, 186 foods that they test. At the time, there was only 22. So I got my testing back and about 10 of the 22 foods, which is almost 50%, which rarely happens to many of my clients, just so you guys know where people usually land on the inflammation scale. I was almost 50% of the foods high inflammatory and barely any of my clients get that many. So we, you can tell how inflammatory my body was just by what was going on. So I get the food test back and I get gluten, uh, wheat, dairy, cow's milk, dairy, eggs, almonds. I mean, so many things came up and I was just like, wow, these are things that I'm eating all day, every day. And they're such a huge part of my, my reg regiment. So how am I going to remove these? What am I going to eat? And this is the first question that so many of my clients ask. 
okay, well, once I get these foods back and these are foods that I'm eating, now what do I do? And at the time, you know, Dr. Ellen Kahn, she's a naturopath, so she doesn't really coach as much through it. She gives you resources, but coaches are the real ones that walk you through. Like if you have to go to the grocery store or if you need some recipes, you need them to walk you through cooking classes or make up ideas for you to put this into your own lifestyle. And that is why it's so important for what I do for my clients today, because I handhold them through these diagnosis or these elimination protocols. And that's what really gets you to where you need to be. So in 2002, there weren't many coaches and I didn't really know what to do. I didn't have many resources. So I had to do it on my, on my own by myself. And, um, with doing it by myself, it put me in a very isolated place. I felt like I couldn't go out to eat. I didn't want to hang out with friends. I definitely didn't want to date anybody because God forbid we had to go out on a date and I had to tell the waiter that there were 17 things I couldn't have and to just put some veggies on a plate for me. <laughs> and you guys, I know that's super overwhelming and there's a lot of fear and stress and anxiety that comes from doing that, that comes from being the one that has to be the problem with the food sensitivities. So we're gonna talk about that today. I'm here for you and I know that through this podcast, you can find some help to move you along in this gut healing journey so you don't feel so alone. That is the biggest the biggest thing for me. My biggest mission is so that women and men do not feel alone when they are on their gut healing journey. I definitely don't want you to feel like that. Okay, so I learned these foods. I start eliminating them from my diet and I immediately feel better, immediately. Even with my stress and frustration around not being able to have these foods in, I immediately feel better. So fast forward, I go along my gut healing journey by eliminating these foods and doing the protocols. But lo and behold, life happens, right? Modern lifestyle, stress, you know, peer pressure, whatever it is comes in. And I have, you know, sort of what I like to call a relapse, a gut relapse around the age of 25, 26, where I got really, really sick again. And I was dating somebody very seriously at the time, and I started to get extremely anxious. I didn't want to go out. I was having a really hard time just adjusting to regular life. And so I confronted him and I told him that I was having such a hard time with a lot of what was going on with my health. He had no idea because on the outside, I seemed like healthy and vibrant and just nothing's the problem. Just going to sweep it under the rug, right? So when I told him, he was like, okay, let's, I'm supportive. Let's figure it out. Let's go from here. And so I jumped back into sort of an elimination protocol. I was really restrictive and rigid with everything. I got really nervous for anything because I didn't want to feel sick again. And what that really did was it created an extreme sense of fear in me where everything I did and everywhere I went I was not happy. I was anxious and I wasn't feeling any better. Even though I had done the same protocol I did in my early 20s, I was struggling and I couldn't figure out why. And I, this was something I was really digging into at the time. Why am I not getting better? And I will tell you guys, the road around that time of my life was really rough. You know, a healing journey 
to everyone who's listening, a healing journey is actually very simple. You have point A, you have point B, and there's something you need to do. A coach can help you or a doctor, a naturopathic doctor, or a functional medicine doctor can help you get from point A to point B. But along the way, there's society, peer pressure, modern lifestyle, work, ego, friends, all of these things that kind of come in and pull you away from that healing journey. And it's, it's really hard. It's like hurtling through life as you go through. And so I was on this path where I was just struggling and, and not making it over the hurdles, just diving right into the hurdles and pushing the, the rack down and falling over and landing flat on my face. And, you know, I really can smile and laugh about it now because I've reached such a healing point in my journey. But back then was a lot of tears and a lot of sadness and a lot of isolation, a lot of loneliness, especially when people made fun of me for the restrictive lifestyle I had to live to feel better. And you guys, I know how that feels. If you've ever been to a family function or or a party with friends and they say, why are you doing that? What's wrong? Oh, she can't eat this. She can't do that. And it, it brings in insecurity to you. I know exactly how that feels. But what I always tell my clients is for a lot of people, what it really is, is just the unknown. It's not knowing what's going on with you. And we find it hard to speak up or be the one that's going to be the problem. But really what that comes from is just a lack of self-worth in ourselves, which brings me to my biggest point of this entire healing journey. For me, what I learned last in my healing journey was how important it was for me to have my own self-worth and my own power, knowing my own power and believing that I deserve to heal, that I could heal. Without that, I could do every protocol, stupid book in the health and wellness field. I could see every doctor, which I did, and spent tens of thousands of dollars on my healing journey until I got to the place where I understood that it was worth it, that I was worth it. And I could do it, that I could heal, believing that I could heal and having the energy come in into a positive space. And I know that may sound simple to just say, well, yeah, okay, I believe that I can heal, but it takes a lot more than that. It's a, it's a journey in itself. A self-worth journey is its own section of healing apart from exercising and doing the, you know, eating all the kale and drinking the smoothies and reading the books and researching. When you truly believe in yourself, when you truly think like, I am capable of this, something shifts majorly. And this is why I'm telling you what I learned last is actually what I work on with my clients first. Because when I meet a woman in the place that they're in, I know who that person is. I was that person crying in my closet thinking I have nothing to wear or overanalyzing everything that I was doing on every daily basis, knowing if it was going to you know, be bad for my healing journey or be good for my healing journey or you know, wake up anxious every day thinking, am I going to be bloated yet again today? Am I going to find a bathroom if my stomach doesn't feel good? Am I going to be able to get through this day 
and not feel like crap yet again. And that's a vicious cycle to be in. That cycle that I was in led me to some serious depression and to some crippling anxiety that kept me in bed most days. And then if I had to work or get out of bed, I was miserable the whole day, worried about everything that would happen. And I've actually never shared this deep part of my healing journey before, but I felt that it was necessary to start sharing it so you guys can understand how deep it goes when you experience gut issues. Now, you guys are all aware of the brain-gut connection, and you know when you have digestive issues, it's playing into also what's going on in your brain, which is why so many people experience anxiety and depression and stress in the middle of their gut healing journey or before they start. Now, my gut healing journey became so intense that I didn't want to actually do it anymore. I decided I was going to give up, but not just on the healing journey, on my entire life. I was at that point suicidal. I decided that if I had to live with all these digestive issues and this anxiety and this complete hold that I had over my whole entire body, I couldn't make it out, that it wasn't worth living. And in that moment, I threatened suicide to my partner at the time and told him that I just couldn't do it anymore and I didn't know what else to do. And he was very scared and we, you know, we fought over what was needed for my health and I, I had just given up so much that I, I really didn't care anymore. And what happened next was the darkness that led me to the light. When you threaten suicide and someone is afraid and things move in a certain direction, you know, um, the hospital decided that it was really important that I go into a mental institution so that I could get help. And when I was in there, amongst people with really, really, really deep mental, um, mental issues that they had been battling for a long time, bipolar, catatonic, a lot of other things. It made me realize how important life is and how strong I am and how much I could get through this. It was like in the bottom, when we hit the rock bottom, it's only then can we see the light and pull ourselves out of it. So I made a plan while I was in there to get my self-worth in order and to create a healthy relationship with myself and food. Side note, when I was in there, and this really makes me sad, but the food in these institutions is so poor that I don't know how anyone is expected to get healthier or get better from eating these things. It's, it's actually really, really sad. And I, I basically had to have my partner and friends smuggle in, you know, protein bars for me just because there was no way I was eating that food. And we have to relate food to our mental issues as well. 
food is really what can trigger a lot of this depression and anxiety for us. So looking into your food is number one, which I always talk about. So I came out of this place, this dark place. I came out and I decided, okay, I'm never going to do that again. Life is very precious and I am powerful enough to get myself out of this. And every day I changed what I needed to do for myself. I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I said, I am healing. I deserve this. I am worthy. And repeated it over and over and over again until I believed it. Until I knew that I could get up and feel good on a daily basis and make a difference. What drove me the most was being able to help other women just like you get to the place where I felt you know, like it was possible where I felt these things were possible. And so I just kept thinking about you guys as I was moving through it, that the world needed me to get better so I could help other women who were in this place get better too. And so along the way, somewhere along the way, it clicked and I was able to come out of it on the other side. And let me tell you guys, the struggle was worth the squeeze. Is that what they say? The juice was worth the squeeze. <laughs> the struggle, all the pain that I went through was worth every second that I wake up knowing that I changed my mindset on who I am, what I need to be, and how I can heal in this world. And that was more than anything I could have ever wished for in my life. So the key takeaway there is to understand that what, when we think about what's happening to us, it's really important to turn it around and think what's happening for us. I truly believe that everything I struggled through in my life for the last 30 years, you know, eight years really feeling good now, I'm 38 now, and what I struggled for in the first 30 years was to bring me here to be able to help others, to be able to shine as, as I can today, and to move forward with just this incredibly powerful mindset to share with all of you guys. So this is what I learned along the way. I learned that no matter what protocol you do or which doctor you see or what supplements you're taking or what food you eat, that it all begins from inside. It all begins from what you feel inside your body, your self-worth. Now, I know that my self-worth it started young for me that that was a problem. It started maybe around seven or eight when I knew I was having these health issues and that people were making fun of me for them and, or, and I was making fun of myself for them. No one really knew what to do with me because I was so sick all the time. And it just snowballed into the story that I was going to be sick for the rest of my life. So the biggest thing I learned was to look back at that little girl and tell her she deserves to heal and that she can have a different life and to break free from that story that I was going to be sick forever. And, and you have to say, you have to wake up and say every day, I'm no longer sick. I'm healing. You know, I'm trusting the process. I'm allowing my body to heal in the way it heals because the body has an innate ability to heal itself, but we have to act. 
So I learned this really late in my healing journey after 15 some years of, of suffering, I came to the place where I understood this. And so what I want for you, what I want for you more than anything else is for you to start with this, to start with what's inside your self-worth, what you are capable of, because once you know this, you can show up every day and take those supplements and eat the food and exercise how you need to and create the relationships you need to have as long as you have it in inside, as long as you can prove to yourself and believe in yourself that you are worth it. And this is worth millions, guys. If you start here, this is the liquid gold. So I have some journal prompts for you. I want you guys to break out your journal and I want you to start to dissect your relationship with yourself. Think about the stories that were created when you were younger. You know, how was food introduced to you? What was the emotion around food? How have you, did your parents help you grow up with food? And if, if it was negative, how can you forgive? How can you forgive what you were exposed to and shift the mindset into something more positive? This is where I want you guys to start your healing journey and know that you are capable of getting to where you need to be. Now, if you feel completely overwhelmed and you're saying, well, Jacqueline, that sounds great and I want to try that and I want to do it, but I need help. This is where coaches come in. I didn't get to have a coach in the beginning. You know, it took me a long time to find the coaches I needed to find. But I'm showing up here today saying I can help you get out of what you need to get out of to get you into your gut healing journey so you can not be overwhelmed. So you can feel really good and show up every day in, and feel comfortable in your own skin. If you're ready to take your gut healing journey to the next level, please book a discovery call with me. You can find the link on all my platforms for the discovery call. It's completely free, 20 minutes. We can connect together and we can walk through this journey to decide which program or package is right for you to get going. We can do some testing, some food sensitivity testing. We can do elimination on our own. We can see how we can change how you eat instead of what you eat. But most importantly of all, we're going to heal the relationship you have with yourself and food so that you can feel confident to get back on track and to know what you need to do along this journey. Because just like I said in my last pos uh, podcast episode, if you haven't checked it out yet, the four hours of gut healing, you are your North star. You are the one who can guide you as long as you become in tune with your body. So let's do this. Let's get in tune with our body. Let's start digging through into these patterns and shift our mindset so that you can, you too can have and feel the way I feel too. And you're on your gut healing journey and not feel like you're alone. I never want you to feel like you're alone. I look forward to connecting with you guys more, and I hope this podcast spoke to you. If you know anyone else who might need to hear this today or, or receive this message along in their journey too, if they're struggling, please share it with them. And don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you feel called to, leave a review because that helps me be able to give it to others and them to know that this helped them, helped you too. Thanks so much and happy healing.
What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.